Hey, beautiful people. My name's Taylor, also known as Priceless Tay. And I'm your co-host, Teddy Rosario. We want to welcome you back to What the Finance. What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Taylor, and we have here Tadia and Ishan back at it again with WTF What the Finance. Today's special guest is Ishan Rahal. Ishan, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you? Where are you from? What do you do? We want all of the good juiciness. <laughs> Hi, uh, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm originally from Fresno, California. Um, and from an even smaller town called Carruthers. Um, I do a lot of um, entrepreneurial things. Uh, for now, I'm working in my own uh, esports company. That's my main focus is esports, uh, running an esports organization and uh, focusing mostly on that with some background projects and apps I develop. Uh, but that's what I'm doing currently. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. I love that entrepreneur. And so you work full time on your project or you have a full time job or you're a student? Yeah, so I work full time on all my projects. So my focus would be like, I'd say 75% esports, uh, Lotus Esports. That's what it's called. Um, 75% focus on that. And I'm currently uh, on my way back to school. So I take a break uh, from it. I've about a year and a half left to finish. Uh, I really didn't want to finish, but some external sources encouraged me to do it. So I'm going back now to finish. Um, so I'll be going back in about a month or so. And then I'll probably delegate, I guess, 30, 40% of that. I have to retract some for my business and uh, other projects on the side. That's awesome. So we have to know on this show, we talk about money. It's a very open conversation. You don't have to say numbers if you don't want to. If anything's too uncomfortable, let us know. We're just trying to find out and challenge the status quo of talking about money. So growing up, was finances like something taught in your household, um, especially being two females on this podcast? Tati and I are like, yes, 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 on the woman, like female empowerment and sharing finance uh, with husbands and stuff like that. And so we want to know, like, how is your upbringing when it comes to finances? Yeah. So um, my, up my upbringing when it comes to finances is, is different. I, I never really had a, like, no one really talked about it. I didn't learn it in school. Like most people, um, I didn't, uh, wasn't taught it by parents or was taught to communicate with the thing for me though is that my dad is really good at finances and my mom is really bad so I guess I just learned from examples so I I instead of I guess you know traditionally learning about it books etc I had real life examples to like base it off of and kind of put the pieces together myself um and I have been more open to talking with my parents as recently uh especially following both of you guys' pages it helps you know obviously uh, teach a lot of younger people and make things a lot more comfortable. Um, but yeah, it's not too sensitive. When you mentioned your dad was good with finances, do you mean like he was in charge? Everything was always like paid, or um, did he ever told you money doesn't grow on trees, son? Or um, did he taught yeah. you some stuff? Um, yeah. So uh, my mom. Okay, so I'll get to that. It's like my mom is 
like impulsive buyer mm-hmm. and my dad is a ultimate saver ah. and so uh yeah he used to wear all the things my didn't go on trees um I mean honestly I didn't my, my childhood was kind of different because I didn't always spend a lot of time with him however um from from what I I was spending with him that'd be the conversations like my dad always say like you have to save you know we're always he always a very undervalued where mm-hmm. we're at he always like oh we're more we're not really we're very poor even though we weren't <laughs> just to like make sure to like encourage like hey you really need to save mm-hmm. would you say that because of that kind of upbringing of always having one of your parents saying like we're we can afford this and having another parent saying like no we can't do this like we're struggling here would you say that today that has affected you and your financial situation and how you look at spending how you look at saving and that kind of thing yeah I think it, uh, I think it, it affects it in a way where I, I look at situations. So for example, if I really want something, I bring those situations or things back up in my head and, uh, figure out whether it's worth it or not, you know, ask myself twice, I guess. That's great. So in terms of your finances now, like what's the main thing that you do that you're proud of? Like, do you invest? Do you budget? I know you have a business. Um, Mm -hmm. So what's your favorite part of finance or your main thing? My favorite part about finance is, is investing. I, I love investing and uh, I'm not, I'll admit I'm not great at budgeting. Um, I still have some on mom's side of me. I will impulse buy some things. <laughs> um, but I, my favorite part about finance for sure is definitely investing. I guess I'd probably say this is not financial advice, but I love to invest in, in people. Uh, a lot of people don't, uh, don't really see that. Some people, some people like think of investments like in stock or mm-hmm. cryptocurrencies, which I'm totally for. I love cryptocurrencies. I've invested in so many of them, mm-hmm. but um, I, my favorite investment is into people. And this is pretty interesting. It's like when you see somebody, you know, with your guys' worth ethic, worth ethic, worth work ethic, sorry. Um, and you see some people that, you know, really have passion or, you know, creativity, or they really want to do what they want to do. Um, I will put money up for those people, help them, uh, leverage them and, you know, get to them places, you know, just for example, uh, one of my friends uh, from back home, he never had good internet. So I got this office space for him that's pretty close to him. That has great internet, set up his streaming, got him a PC, got him everything. And now he's doing it. And now it's going to return my investment tenfold in the future because I invested into that person. It's a new type of investment or I guess older type of one, but I don't know. That's my favorite type of investment. That's really cool that you invest in people and see potential in people, but I would say people for me are more riskier than like stocks and material things. I don't know, like Taylor, you have your own experiences with people since you have a business and you had projects. What do you think about investing in people? Definitely a risk and you're, you're involving your time as well when getting in, into people. And one of the things that you have to constantly remind yourself is, is that nobody's really going to change at the end of the day besides you. And so if you're investing in somebody and you're not necessarily liking the output that they're doing and you keep on saying, do this, do this, do this, do this, 
more than likely, um, you're the one who's going to have to change or just take a loss on that investment. And this could even go more in towards like, not just investing in business for people, but this is investing in your friends, your family, the relationships that you have with everybody, which, you know, is super, super um, interesting. It's an interesting topic, but keeping it back to finances, Ishan, (laughs) what would you say is like the hardest part of making finance fun or talking about finances? What would you say is your biggest struggle when it comes to finances? Uh. A, like struggle in terms of like talking about it or struggles like any struggles that you may have maybe just overwhelming feeling of stress having a hard time talking about it to people feeling and as though you're never going to be rich like wealthy whatever um i don't really have too much of a struggle i would say um uh currently um as i've uh learned obviously like like again, like through people like you guys who really open the gap for a lot of people, that makes it a lot easier to understand a lot of things. Um, but from like previously, I guess, when I was growing up, it was always, yeah, talking about it, understanding what it is, how to maximize your profits or how to maximize, you know, like through like having, you know, LLCs and stuff you can do with like homes and stuff like that, like learning about the ways you can lower your taxes and stuff like that there's just so many different ways I learned, but I guess, I guess just a lack of knowledge previously was, um, I guess, hindering me. All right. So (laughs) I like that. So the fact that you managed to learn about finances and today you are in a place where you're proud of what you learned and you're practicing what you learned and you're just in your own world, killing it because you said like you don't have much struggles. So it's Mm -hmm. fun to know for our audience that it's a process. You start like Ishan with your background, your experience, your life, and then you keep learning with me and Taylor, like Ishan said, and then moving forward one day, you're going to be at a special place where you feel where you're closer to get to your accomplishment. Right. Mm -hmm. And With that being said, let's put in, you know, Clubhouse chat, a hidden gem or dropping those gems. What would you say is the best financial lesson that you've ever received in your life? Whether it just be an experience, a mentality, a tactical lesson that you learned for our audience. I would say the best financial advice is probably to follow people like yourselves, like Tadia and Taylor, learn, educate yourself. I think the most important thing in the world outside finances as well is just to be educated you can't do what you don't know or you, you don't you just don't know what you don't know and I, I think it's very important for people to be educated um that doesn't mean going to school or college if that's not for you it's just make sure you're aware of the resources around you that's awesome i want to know if our audience wants to find you ask you a question or look at your business are you most on mm-hmm. social media or are you a low-key person uh, my personally, I'm a low-key person, but please follow my businesses, uh, lotusesports.co on everything uh, or lotusesports.co uh, on everything. And you'll, you'll be able to find it. Great. Thank you so much, Ishan, for sharing your story with us. It was so much value. I learned. I learned a lot that, you know, you can start with learning with, yeah. by example, with your family and then yeah. forward to be the man that you are today. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
It was a pleasure. And again, guys, this is your favorite money podcast. You can find me at Teddy Rosarian, T-E-D-I-A. Rosarian will be found in somewhere in the podcast. And your amazing other co-hosts, Taylor Price, Priceless State. I don't know if you, I don't know if you want to say your goodbye word. Yes, thank you so much. Um, key tip that I learned from this whole experience is that no matter what age, where you come from, what culture you come from, it is so important to really take finances into your own control and in your own hands. And therefore, hopefully you will have a better life and a better financial future. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us again at Tadia Rosarian and at Prices Say. We'll see you guys next week. Bye guys. You've been listening to WTF, What the Finance, with the one and only Teddy Arozarian, and last but not least, Taylor Price. Make sure to receive all of the updates on WTF by texting WTF to 424-226-5797. Message and rates may apply.